This episode is sponsored by Jackbox Games. Get five hilarious party games in the Jackbox Party Pack from the creators of You Don't Know Jack. Now on Xbox One, PS3, PS4, Steam, and more. Go to jackboxgames.com for more info. <laughs> Welcome back to Just the Facts. I'm your announcer, Tad Morehatch. But enough about me. Here's your host, Mitt Glickman. All right. Thanks, Tad. All right. We're here to have a lot of fun today. Now, quick overview of the rules once again. We've actually, we pulled the internet. We checked Yahoo Answers. We checked YouTube. We checked every source of factual information on the internet to find the real facts behind the news stories. Our contestants are going to answer that question. If it shows up on the board, you get a point. First to three points is the winner. Let's meet our contestants. He's a volunteer firefighter from Oswego, Illinois. Please welcome Leonard Steddles. It's really nice to meet you, man. Glad to be here. And he's an actuary from Lima, Ohio. Please welcome Mark Stevenson. Thank you, Ted. Hi, Mint. It's great to be here. Gonna gonna have some fun, win some money. All so right. nice to have you here. All right, let's get right down to it. Ripped straight out of the headlines, despite record snowfall in New York City, 2015 has gone down as the hottest year on record for the entire planet Earth. Why is that? Mark's first to the buzzer. That would be because of global warming. Let's load to the board. Do I see global warming? <coughs> oh, too bad. What? Leonard for the steal. I'm going to go with chemtrails, Mint. Do I see chemtrails? Oh! Point to Leonard! I, I'm sorry. Mint, Mint did, I, did I misunderstand that question? Did you say what did cause the, the hottest record? All in? right, moving on. Okay. It's an election here in the United States of America. You can't walk by a TV without seeing some sort of coverage. Who is responsible for determining the leadership of the United States of America? Oh, Mark the Gunslinger, fast on the trigger. Well, Mint, uh, I, I believe that would be American citizens who, who vote. All right, let's see. We've scoured the internet. We've gotten the truth. Do I see voting? Mm. Oh, looks like no. I, this this doesn't make a lot of... I, I really think I'm, I'm misunderstanding. Well, let's see if our buddy Leonard here has uh, has the answer. Leonard? Uh, this is an easy one. It's, uh, that's Global Elites, a.k.a. Illuminati. <laughs> Th that doesn't actually... Do I see Illuminati on the board? And Leonard Steddles, the runaway freight train, he's uh, okay. up two points to zero. Okay. But that's okay because the scores can change at any time, as we've seen so many times here on Just the Facts. All right, third round. I'm, I'm sorry. The Illuminati has not been proven to be an actual organization. <laughs> or, well, is... you know what? You're not going to change our judge's mind at this point. The best we can do is move forward. All right, let's move into the third round where everything hangs in the balance. In the health and science category, who's responsible for the mandated death panels of the Affordable Health Care Act? Mark, you get to ring in first as you are down two to zero. Oh, well, there, there aren't actually death panels in the Affordable Care That That, that was just made up by <laughs> right wing. Do I see there are no death panels? <clears throat> oh, all right. Well, you. This you, is. What is this? It's not over yet. If Leonard doesn't get it correct, we will go to the lightning round. No, Leonard. This that would be Barack Hussein Obama. Show me Obama. <laughs> what is this? 
is. Oh, Come on. the grand slam, the clean sweep, Leonard Stettles. I, you are this week's champion. Congratulations. This is ridiculous. None of these answers were uh, correct. I'd just like to ask that no one use my real name uh, when this airs, and I'm sure it's going to be edited by the liberal media. There is a conspiracy. There is, and it's this show. Uh, typical, typical misinformation over here. You know. You know, you, you can't you can't win the game, so you're just gonna you're just gonna cloud the whole issue. You're gonna spread your misinformation. It's typical 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 uh, false flag operation is what this is. Thanks, Mint, and thank all of you for tuning in. We'll see you next week for another episode of Fact, Fact or Fiction. Guests of Fact or Fiction are provided full accommodation at the Alex Jones Underground Bunker and Resort Spa, located right here in. <laughs> I'm not going to divulge that information. (laughs) See you next week, folks. I've sent in so many applications to be on that show. Ah, man. I got to tell you, I I don't know if I have what it takes to win. (laughs) (laughs) I think we we all do. I think we all do. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Hey, hey. Howdy. How you doing? How are you? <laughs> wow. Shut up. Hey. <laughs> I'm David Flora. I'm Dave Stecco. Welcome to Blurry Photos. And welcome to February. That's right. <laughs> January is over. The month with the wandering R. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the month you don't want to look at, like, directly. <laughs> it is. It gives you a headache. You're too nice, you know, to say anything about. Yeah. But, man, we've, we've got uh, quite a show for you. We do. We decided to get topical. You know what? This stuff has been in the news so much. It's kind of weird because we, I think we were going to eventually get to it anyway. We've had people request yep, it. Absolutely. And 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 now it's just, it's too hot not to touch. Yeah. So, it's, so it's, we jumped. It's like a soothing ointment. Jumped on in. It's topical. <laughs> get it? Because you apply it to the surface. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. You better strap yourselves in, kiss the dog, and... <laughs> Keep the dinner, because we are. It's it's time to reduce that three. Take off your 3D glasses and put your 2D glasses on. (laughs) We are talking about the flat earth theory tonight. Planet Earth in breathtaking 2D. (laughs) We, um, I don't want to say we had fun researching this. It, you know, I mean, this is my genuine hope. I hope that we have listeners that are genuine believers in the flat earth. I do. Okay. Um, <laughs> because I'm very curious about it because when we, when we started this, you know, everyone's like <laughs> flat earth. I have not changed from that place. It's not like I did research and was like, Hmm, well, this is not like the Wiccans episode, but <laughs> it requires a huge amount of energy. It, it requires a force of will to maintain the belief that the the earth is flat. And I would be very interested. I would very much like to talk to someone who believes in a flat earth. I, and you know what? I don't because (laughs) I listened to quite a few interviews. Yeah. uh, Of other people talking to people that believe in the flat earth and the circular logic trains that they were riding. Just made me want to puke. I don't want to puke. So I don't (laughs) want to talk to. Well, here's the thing though. I, I can't help but want to to talk to I just I would love to have that discussion, you know. I it seems it, because I mean just ask yourself this, how on earth is this a subject? How on earth are we discussing this in the year 2016? Yet we are. And 
I'm, I'm very interested to see how we get to that place. I, I used to play this game in my head, like when I like forever ago, like, okay, if you, you know, in your head, you can come up with, um, a person running for president that, you know, could get elected because you're making it like, oh, and he'd say this and he'd be, you know, super charming. And you'd be sure. like, oh, that guy would get elected. But what you can't do in your head is come up with a person that no one would vote for, no matter how vile, no matter how despicable a person you think of, there will be people that would vote for that person and not in a sarcastic or ironic way. And I kind of feel like that is that it is that, that contrarian nature to people that there's someone who is so dialed into being a contrarian, much like myself, as we established that they, they have to take the reverse narrative. And if everyone says the earth is round, that there, there's that belief that if 99% of people think something, it has to be wrong. I understand what you're saying. And yeah. maybe we can talk about that, you know, towards yeah. the end when we, when we go over kind of a summary of stuff, uh, it, it would be great because I kind of want to know where these people are coming from and what is driving this need to be right when everyone else is wrong. And, and the funny thing is, is there are, a, uh, it, it is a large enough movement that there are distinct camps. There are people that believe in a flat earth. I, I'm going to say flat earthers cause it's faster, but I don't like it. It sounds pejorative. It does. It does. Um, it, um, it kind of is these days. Yeah. Um, so there, no are, fault there, of its there own. are people who are flat earthers from a, a, a conspiracy, a conspiratorial standpoint mm-hmm. that were, that it is part of a, that is a lie. There are people that are flat earthers um, rel- on religious grounds mm-hmm. that um, that God didn't do things that way. There are people that are flat earthers um, for uh, like weird scientific I grounds. Yeah, like uh, yeah, like they they think you know, it, it, then. I mean, there there are distinct camps, which which is surprising to me alone. I'm surprised there are enough people that they would sort, but yeah, and yeah. they have, they come at the problem from very different perspectives. Some of them also come at the problem from every angle. Yes. They are we'll like see. the octopus who plays the drums. They lash out with every limb. That's right. So we're going to talk about what flat earth theory is. If you've never heard of it, we'll, we'll give you a really broad uh, definition of it. We'll talk about its history, how, how the theory came to be, you know, what, what it, what was believed throughout the ages, or is it a modern thing? You know, uh, and we're we'll talk about the common arguments uh, for it, and and of course, never mind that. Is it true? <laughs> Dave and I started uh, talking about this earlier because but then we had to stop ourselves. Yeah, we had we had to stop ourselves because it it just it begs some kind of conversation. It's a lot of heat. A lot of heat. I, I'm with you. It, like I'm at the same place I was when I started, mm-hmm. and I have read quite a bit of and listen to quite a bit of uh uh, quote unquote facts uh that the earth is flat i don't i don't know if i can remain neutral on this one well you know what no one's asking you to well that's what the we try to approach all these things with an open mind and present the facts as is this one is a little (laughs) tough for me it really is and i guess we do the best we can i will say that I guess I can uh, understand and appreciate where some of this is coming from in the fact that most of the the people who prom- uh, promote this or, or, or proponents of it will say, go out and do the research on your own. They're convinced that once you do the research, you will unequivocally become a flat earth 
Yeah, and uh, I heard that phrase so much. You go, don't listen to me. Go do the re- go do the research for yourself. Yeah. Go do you do the work. And if I can remember, I want to circle back to that because I it it seems like we did, and we are still in the same place we were. Right. So let's get into an overview of of what this is and, again. And, and first of all, we all know why we're doing this. The reason why it's coming up right now is because of the. The rapper B.O.B.'s series of tweets about the flat earth and human cloning facilities. There's a couple of uh, references to some Holocaust denial. He, he, he said he said to check out in his, in his rap song, Flatline, I uh-huh. think it was. Which, you know, honestly, not a bad little ditty. I thought it was a jam. It's, it, it had a good sound to it. The guy is a good rapper. Oh. I'm not, I'm not taking it. Gotta tell any, you, never heard of this guy. I never had either. But. It was a cool sounding thing. It's in horrifyingly wrong and weird, but you know, he says to check out this one guy. He was like a Holocaust denier. It gets into some weird areas. Um, there's a thing about the cloning centers. Um, you know, just, uh, he's a conspiracy guy and he raps. Well, you, you can't deny good, uh, poetry, good beats. I've, I've said it a thousand times on this podcast. If something rhymes, it's probably true. <laughs> but <laughs> having said that the message therein, right. You know, and sometimes, oh man, I I hope salt that I don't ever want to make a mistake so big that Neil deGrasse Tyson decides to personally correct me. <laughs> well, let's let's save some of that. I want to, I just I know that's for later. I just want to get it out because everyone knows that, and I just wanted to. Yeah. All right. So so we're gonna cover uh, some of the highlights, some of the big stuff. Now there are so many pros cons, um, x cons, <laughs> x x cons, condensations. There, there are a lot of neocons of, of quote unquote facts on both sides of this for a flat Earth, yep. and again a flat Earth <laughs> for it and again it. Yeah, and it doesn't matter how many hogsheads your <laughs> Model T gets to the gallon. It's um, I, I've lost that metaphor. Um, <laughs> I was damn it because I was like, oh man, I cannot wait to see where this thing lands. <laughs> I, I didn't even have the brain power to try it. <laughs> well, not that it looks like not that many hogsheads <laughs> <laughs> just crashed and burned, or maybe I flew off into space. Oh, so let's start with some history. All right. Well, let's, no, let's, let's let let me give you an overview, uh, and then we'll we get just into did it. that. No, no, we we I, have I not said this, a thing about what flat every Earth time. theory is. I say this every time. Uh, all right, let me do it then so we can get into it. What okay. I was going to say is that we're not going to be able to cover every single little detail that... I mean, who the f*** would want to? <laughs> with plenty of people, I'll, as I'll it turns say this. out. I, 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 I will, I'm confident saying I would not like to dignify mm. by flipping over every stone and <laughs> pulling out every insect. All right, so flat Earth theory, or platygeism, is the belief that the Earth is flat, comprised of a disc-shaped plane on which we all reside as opposed to the spherical or globular model we've all been taught or observed. Lies! The theory has a patchwork history stemming from many cultures, and as you just said, just recently has had a relative surge in popularity with celebrities slash professional idiots, Tila Tequila and a rapper called B.O.B. publicly advocating its tenets on social media. Well, I mean, Tila Tequila, don't, don't question her, okay? I wanted to make a joke and I just couldn't. Why are we, yeah, we're, we're mentally, <laughs> just, we're just, uh, it's, it is visually. stunning. <laughs> it is stunning. It's funny because uh, unrelated today, I just, for some reason decided to watch a bunch of YouTube videos about juggalos and the, ga- what? the, the, ga- what? the gathering of the juggalos 
and and then of course there was like you know you comes up with news articles about when she got like beat up or something at it, the gathering. If you don't know who she is, she was like an, what an MTV personality. She is an ambulatory set of breasts that get trotted out for. Uh, I honestly couldn't begin to tell you. I I forgot her origin story as well, but like started out as. On a show on one of these channels, the children watch these days. Yeah, she was a and, I, and she just kind of I don't know super what super tanned and small and I I, I what, the one thing I know two things about her that, that she reeks of reality television and that there was a kerfuffle at the gathering of the Juggalos and those are the <laughs> only two things I can confirm. Well, anyway, we we don't need to waste any more time on her. I I keep trying to think of ways to describe her to people that don't just might don't. know, but it, you that's all you need to know. Uh, and then uh, B.O.B. is apparently a rapper who nobody knows. Um, this involves the idea that all land and water are laid out on a disc on a fixed point in space. In most models, the Earth is geocentric, meaning the sun, moon, and all celestial bodies move around it, move around us, move around the Earth, mm-hmm. as opposed to the heliocentric model where everything orbits the sun. In some models, the Earth has a giant dome as a sky, mm-hmm. uh, much like in the movie The Truman Show. Yeah. Where he bumps into the edge when he's sailing away in the boat at the end. Uh, a popular part of these ideas is that there is not a literal edge of the world that you would fall off if you dared go over, but that the disk of the Earth is surrounded by a wall of ice two miles high, and that is Antarctica. I assure you, dear listener, we'll come back to that part. One version of the sun and moon is explained by the theory that they are much smaller than we've been told and revolve around specific paths in the sky. Since they're smaller, they produce a spotlight effect on whatever they're above, and their light does not travel infinitely but fades over distance. In this idea, the sun and the moon are both around 32 miles in diameter. Yeah, they're the same size. And less than a few thousand miles from the Earth's surface. There are many more tenets that we will touch on yep. later. The crux of this theory is that for millennia, regular old folks have been deceived by Illuminati-like humans, if not the Illuminati themselves, or perhaps Freemasons. Freemasons come in there. And ultimately, everything we've been taught, shown, or observed has been faked to keep us ignorant. And this is all because of Satan to keep us from believing in God and our true purpose. In fact, there are so many strings on the corkboard, this thing might as well be the London Symphony Orchestra. Yeah, there are so many competing theories as to why the Earth is flat. Uh, what I, you know, and, and we will come back to this, is that, again, why the long con? What, con walks into the bar. Like, <laughs> what, 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 like, you know... I know that we've seen a lot of videos that, you know, they're, they're saying that, you know, not yet, not yet. (laughs) So let's, let's go through history. Let's let's just begin at the beginning. Uh, Step one, don't know anything about your environment and just assume everything's flat because that's the easiest thing to assume. And that's what uh, many people did. That's where we start. That's where everybody, there was a time when everyone was like flat. Hell yeah. Uh, Although not everybody uh, in ancient times had this, this thought, <laughs> this thing kind of ebbs and flows oddly enough. And as we'll go through the different civilizations, we'll see 
uh, I think a, a weird mixture. I, I I found this to be pretty uh, enlightening and interesting, just in the fact that mythology is involved in in a lot of these. Right, and there's a lot of science, early science that was done that really kind of dispelled a lot of uh, myths that we may have these days. So, well, which is difficult because there's also, I mean, when you are looking at the 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 history of something like it's. Uh, of an idea like this it's it it's so culture specific true that it's not as though oh for a long time everyone thought this then everyone it, it's like you know these people are con- concurrently having very different just beliefs. like today just like today you know yeah. so it's it's not as though the entire planet all believed one idea and then they moved then the on pendulum to another swung yeah no i mean it's so you know what what, what we're going to do is kind of go through what some of these cultures thought what their idea of the the world around them was what their place was in in space what was space and all that kind of yeah uh and we'll start with very early egyptian and uh other middle eastern civilizations who portrayed the earth as flat land suspended in an ocean with a roof of some kind over it this was particularly reflected in some of the prose that made its way into the bible which we'll come back to later yeah that'll bite us on the ass later Egyptians believed Nun, N-U-N, was the personification of the watery abyss or ocean which surrounded the land which was born out of these waters. So the land uh, that we live on, that we mm-hmm. call home, we call Earth, born out of the, the, the abyss. oceanic abyss uh, called Nun. Now, the Greeks, uh, the Greek philosophers, sometimes theorized that the shape of the Earth was a, a flat or, or cylinder uh, dating back to about 550 uh, BCE. But the the thing is, it wasn't really a common thought at the time. Uh, some of the literary figures of the day uh, had their own ideas about it, but different types of flatness. And and it's it's there is kind of a funny, weird mirroring because there there's a lot of discussion with the shape of our universe, mm-hmm. um, a Taurus or whatever, blah blah blah. Not, neither here nor there, and not directly linked. So I shouldn't even have said it. I just muddied the waters for no reason because that's the kind of son of a bitch I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pythagoras ever heard of him who, uh, advocated for a spherical earth in the sixth century BCE. Uh, and Aristotle was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I like where you're going. Yes. And, I, and yeah, he exactly. And I will, I'll do you one better. I will add some experimentation to that. Uh, and he even start, he even gave an estimate of the circumference of the earth. And then we launched forward about another 300 and 350 years or so. Uh, and Erasthenes, uh, measured the circumference of the earth. Uh, to a pretty pretty high degree of accuracy, like like well done on him, and even uh oh, <sighs> old whiny Pliny the Elder, the new Captain Carl. Yep, that that that's that's on the 2016 list. <laughs> uh, in the first century, uh, advocated for a spherical Earth, or at the very least, a uh, an imperfect uh, pine cone or elongated egg mm-hmm. uh, shaped uh, sphere. Mm-hmm. Ancient Chinese astronomy makes no mention of any roundness of the Earth. Uh, indeed, some depictions made it square. Some Chinese astronomers likened the heavens above to an egg, as 2nd century CE Zhang Hong did, saying, quote, The heavens are like a hen's egg and as round as a crossbow bullet. The Earth is like the yolk of the egg and lies in the center. End quote. This was probably meant to reinforce the idea that the earth was enclosed by the heavens, not necessarily that anything was flat or spherical, however. Now, uh, let's go a little bit south of China. 
to our buddies in uh, what was then Siam. Bhutan. <laughs> no. Oh. Bhutanese passport. Let's all let's all get our Bhutanese passports <laughs> in uh, what was then Siam, now Thailand. Uh, the flat earth idea was a part of the Buddhist scripture of the 1800s as part of the Trefum cosmography. However, most religious scholars considered it as a metaphorical description. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like like that, but it was like 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 that. Uh, it's unlikely <laughs> that this was ever taken uh, literally in Siam, even before King Mongkut, which was the king of of King and I fame, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah, that uh, even before uh, Ewell Brenner got a hold of it, <laughs> uh, officially introduced more modern geography during his reforms in Westernization of the country, which was a big thing that happened. Uh, it seems as though every Southeast Asian country kind of went through this like wild for the West phase. Oh, yeah. Um, which was usually uh, preceded and anteceded by a Fuck the West phase. <laughs> they kind of went all or nothing back and forth for a while. Yeah. Here's one for you. Norse cosmography. Yeah. Believed in a flat earth surrounded by an ocean. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. The center of everything was Yggdrasil, the world tree, and Jormungandr, the world serpent, was cast into the ocean and grew so large as to encircle the world, biting his own tail. Mm. <sighs> There's a lot of good flavor in that tail. When he lets go of that tail, Ragnarok begins. I don't know why I turned Scottish for it. But <laughs> I don't either, but I, I, I think it was, it was, I think it it was the right call. It, right? The ancient Hindu cosmology was actually... It really didn't uh, deviate too terribly much uh, with the earth as a disc with continents around a central mountain and ocean around everything. And the, uh, the Buddhist belief says that space is a vast oceanic disc bounded by mountains with islands inside. Interesting that uh, lots of mountains in that, in those cultures, you yep. know, that are maybe around, I don't know, the Himalayas. Yeah. And then uh, a big tree for the uh, Norse mythology and the germanic peoples you know yeah, everybody know. uses what they got maybe there's something to that early middle-aged christian scholars generally assumed the earth was not flat and the idea mostly continued into the late middle ages now, that's not to say the belief in flat earth wasn't present in fact in 1674 robert hook wrote to one who has been conversant only with illiterate persons, or such as understood not the principles of astronomy and geometry, who can scarce imagine the earth is globulous. They imagine it to be a round plane covered with the sky as with a hemisphere. <laughs> with Magellan's circumnavigation of the earth in 1521, proof was finally practical for a spherical Earth. There's your pudding. Yeah. Oh, so that was the end of it. Until Tila Tequila. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. No. From the International Institute of Weights and Measures, Dr. Tila Tequila. That's just where we're starting. Oh, Lord. How about uh, how about the 19th century, bruv? What happened then? Uh, that's when a bit of a fly in the ointment. Something of a stinky wicket, my friend. Prolific writer, satirist, and general cool bad motherfucker Washington Irving uh, wrote a book entitled A History of the Life and Voyages of Christopher Columbus in 1828. Uh, the book, which is fanciful and sentimental biography of Irving's great imagination, which is to say he wrote historical fiction. Yes. 
uh, detailed a scene in which Columbus spoke to the King of Spain for a commission to sail to India. And then in this, uh, Irving wrote, To his simplest proposition, the spherical form of the earth were opposed figurative texts of scripture. They observed that in Psalms, the heavens are said to be extended like a hide, extended over the earth, which they thence inferred must be flat. Others, more versed in science, admitted the globular form of the earth. But they observed that the circumference of the earth must be so great as to require at least three years to the voyage. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he really went with it. He had a spinny chair. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the problem came from the first part of that passage, which stuck in the minds of the public and helped them rekindle the myth that everyone uh, back in the day thought the earth was flat. Yeah. So it's it's that classic that classic thing where uh, you kind of take it out of context. You don't read the whole thing or you at least don't remember the whole thing. So when they said, oh, they must have thought the earth was flat. Boom. That's all you need yep. to know. Done. Case closed. Who cares? Let's get some ice cream. Yeah. Even though he goes on to write, no, that's they're actually smarter than that. Nobody cares about that part. But it, it stuck, and that sort of, uh, I don't want to say it was the seed for a myth that, that grew into people believing that everyone throughout time immemorial thought that the earth was flat, right? or if it just sort of added a little fertilizer to that. Well, there's always the belief that everyone older than you is dumber than you, and you, you, you push that back 500 years and you're just like, God, why weren't you know, we're, we're all those people just clubbing each other and wearing animal right. skins? Right. Sticks and stones back then. Now we have muskets. Yep. They were idiots. Idiots. In 1849, an English writer named Samuel Robotham. <laughs> Dumb name. Robotham, maybe? Yeah, he was a robot. Ro- ro- robot ham. Robot ham, who was writing under the name Parallax. Whoa. And good thing that guy doesn't have an Xbox these days. No, that's 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 all the proof you need for time travelers. <laughs> uh, he wrote a pamphlet called Zetetic Astronomy, which proclaimed the Earth was flat, including many experiments, one of which had tested curvature of water in drainage ditches and failed to produce mathematically consistent results. The idea stemmed from biblical literalism in which Bible verses were interpreted to mean the earth is flat. If you want to look for yourself, turn in your Bible, which you should have with you right now. Duh. And look for the passage that contains uh, the four corners of the earth, which is referenced in Isaiah eleven twelve and Revelation 7, 1. Ends of the earth are referenced in Job thirty eight thirteen and Jeremiah sixteen nineteen. Also, Daniel 4, 11. Also, the circle of the earth. Referenced in Isaiah forty twenty two and on and on and on. Yeah. He founded something called Zetetic Societies in England and New York in 1883 and even issued a challenge and reward to anyone who could prove the earth was revolving on an axis. After his death in 1884, the Universal Zetetic Society was created in 1893, you know, after his death. Right. To almost assert, almost a, a smooth decade later. <laughs> to assert the Bible's unquestionable authority that the earth was flat. Blam. So now you got this this idea. It's it's becoming more popular. 
People are rallying to its cry. It's picking up up some steam in the United States of America. America. Uh, And more often than not in churches. Duh. And uh, which we will get back to. Uh Um, In 1956, uh, Samuel Shenton founded the International Flat Earth Research Society, or just the Flat Earth Society if you're in a hurry. Or ifers. Ifers. (laughs) Uh, I'm an ifer. You're an ifer. Uh, he founded that in England, uh, in the Dover, s- England, uh, in the same vein as the universal Zetetic society. See, the thing is I wrote this. That's the problem. I know. <laughs> and so I'm, you know, I'm making it my concert, my conversational part. And so if I like alter the format of one sentence <laughs> floor is like, um, um, uh, 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 uh if you it's could just- important, it's important. <laughs> Nothing's been overlooked. Uh, Spared no expense. Spared no expense. Flora, you read it. I'm done. No, keep going. No. <laughs> no. I'm not I, going I, to read this no, verbatim. I'm not. <laughs> you got It's just information. <laughs> <laughs> oh, f***. All right. Uh, he wanted to make sure that the, uh, the, the kids were taught the truth of the flat earth before they were brainwashed into believing that the earth was round. Like a bunch of little f***ing lemmings. He's been telling them for months. The society, as one can imagine, had its ups and downs until he died in 1971. Then it was instantly taken over the next year by Charles K. Johnson from California. So Charles was way better at this than uh, than his predecessor. Um, and he actually managed to really boost uh, the membership, uh, a lot of people's involvement in the society. He actually did a lot of work to 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 get people to join what was kind of i mean at no point were there like million man marches right but given where it started where he took it over and where he left it he did a pretty damn good job with it yeah so he got it up over three thousand members until a fire uh burned the headquarters in the 90s um which which unfortunately also like they lost a lot of like the original newsletters and a lot of their historical documents since they had started which you know whatever All that scientific data lost. Oh, society set back. Uh, then he died in 2001. And then in 2004, the whole thing got revived by a guy named Daniel Shenton, who was not related to the other Shenton. Samuel. Who, yeah. And in 2014, blah, blah, blah. A whole bunch of fucking people keep taking this thing over. And then in 2014, they published a book called The Flat Earth Conspiracy. And in 2015, they listed the 200 proofs that the earth is not a spinning ball. You morons detailing the largest collection of quote unquote proofs, which debunk <laughs> the lies of NASA and every other scientist in the history of science. These two were written by a fellow by the name of Eric Dubay or Dubai. I forget how, how he pronounces it, but, and he uh, describes himself as a 33 year old American living in Thailand where he teaches yoga and Wing Chun. So don't, Try to steal his wallet. He does that part-time, also while exposing the New World Order full-time. This Ugh. is what he writes on his on his site. It's hilarious. That's his tagline? Yes! Wing Chun part-time? Exposer and, full-time? NWO full-time. That's right. So you wrote this terribly. What? <laughs> <laughs> this, this wasn't... I copied and pasted that. It doesn't have quotes on it. I just thought you made that part up. I said, Oh, okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Because I wrote, he describes himself as a, yeah. and then it goes on. Anyways. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't make that up. I see. I see where you're confused. But uh, thank yes. God. Let's, let's, 
Keep in mind, he exposes the NWO full time. That's his job. Yep. Okay. So we're oh. not, I was just f-ing around. We're not actually going to go through the full 200 proofs because they would convert you if we exposed you to that much of the truth. Right. We'll hit some highlights. I mean, I've listed a lot here. Mm-hmm. Don't necessarily have to go through them, but. Oh, no. We do. We will tell you what proof there is, some of the proof there is for a flat earth. Some of these are actually taken directly from this guy's uh, book or 40-page pamphlet, 200 Proofs. Earth is not a spinning ball. Uh, can we make uh, like flat earth whiskey that's 200 proof? Wow. <laughs> I guess that's 200 proof is 100% out. That, that's just moonshine. It's I, just grain well, alcohol. Yeah, I've seen 100 proof. Uh, that the earth is not uh, round, so we could just do that and get away with it. Done. What, what are we talking about? We could do whatever we want. 80 proof. Let, let's just call it a <laughs> call it a day. Done. See, we, we hold our, even our, our hypotheticals to a pretty high standard. It's true. <laughs> All right. So, Dave. Yeah. Do you want to know why why the earth is flat? Yes. Because I'm I'm locked in the ignorant mindset that I've, I mean, I'm like a good little robot soldier. So please set me free. Here's what you can do. Okay. Take a damn look outside. Well, hold on one second. It's flat. It's flat. It looks flat outside, dude. Yep. Come on. The horizon is flat. Yeah. Now, Flora, I know what you're thinking. What about all of the photos in the history of everything? All of them are fake. What? 100% of them are fake. What any, about, no, 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 no. See, wait. Any There's photo, videos, too. Those are also fake. Videos are fake? Every single thing you've ever seen that says the Earth is anything but flat has been faked. I, I can't comprehend it. Well, that's how high this goes, dude. All the way to the top. But I, they're all CGI and they're all Photoshop. Yeah, that's the hardest thing was inventing CGI in 1956. Well... Did you know that uh, day and night are created by a sun orbiting a circle above the earth with a spotlight effect? Now, we mentioned this earlier, but light does not travel infinitely and it dissipates with distance. Also, the sun and the moon are the same size. Wait, so wait, the, but the sun is orbiting something? Us. It's, it's on like a kind of like a record player. Oh, okay. I get you. So it just spins around and around. Yeah. But, and then it, it only illuminates like one section of the earth at a time. Yeah. Because it's weak. And when we're uh, here and it's in China, it's night here because we can't see. It's too weak. Yeah, it's too weak. We can't see the, the okay. rays. Gotcha. It just disappears. See where we, oh, do you know that no one has ever circumnavigated the globe by any means? Ship or plane? Yeah. Yeah. They've just, all they've done is kind of gone around the edge of the pizza. So you're, you're saying that when we fly from New York to London, England, uh huh. We're not flying in a straight line across the globe. We're going. Well, no, just the opposite. Instead of going on a curved parabola over the globe, mm-hmm. you're going in a straight line. But it's just it's it just happens to be like part of a circle. Well, I mean, it, it it's everything's on one the same flat plane. So mm-hmm. you're thinking of it like in part of like a curved circle because your you, you, your brain is still locked into this global belief. Well, I'm it's thinking like a, of it being more northerly, I guess. It's a straight line. Boop. No deviation, no no arc of any kind. Don't need to. But what about north and south? Well, um the company uh the compasses always point to the 
north or center of the disc. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So north it looks exists, like you're still going east, even but, though you're you're going around the, the yep. disc. Yep. Okay. Well, let me tell you about this ice wall. Oh, please that do. The, it, it is Antarctica, and Antarctica is the ice wall, okay? Yeah. No one is allowed there by threat of military violence, okay? Uh, anyone who claims to have been there, no, dude. Just been to a different place or just seen a small little spot of it, a little jut. Yeah. Comes out of, of Antarctica. That's disappointing to me personally. <laughs> That's a tough one. Well, we'll come back to that one. Yeah, I guess so. I'm that for the rest of this podcast, I am I am Doc Holiday just leaning back at the table with one hand tapping my gun. <laughs> <laughs> if you are to be believed, then that means you have fought giants and ice zombies. Yeah. Well, it, or I'm just a tool of the Illuminati. Oh uh, they God. paid me off. Oh my! I've been God. bought and paid for spreading misinformation. Oh uh, yeah, they got to me, oh and God. I accepted their money because they're so powerful. Oh, so now God. I have to tell their lies. Huh. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm a shill. Oh, here we go. Uh, photos uh, from planes that show a curved horizon. Um, that's due to the windows being curved. You fucking idiots. It's the same thing with telescopes and cameras. So you're looking out of a window of a plane. Yeah, the, you see a curved horizon. It's the window. It's fish eyeing it. Oh. Yeah. And then when you're looking through a telescope. Fish eye. Um, when you look at. Fish eye. So everything's curved. Fish eyed. The glass it's is curved. Everything is curved. Okay. Experiments have been done for centuries showing that water does not curve, nor does Kansas or the Bolivian salt flats, the flattest places on earth so flat if earth were a ball twenty five thousand miles in circumference as nasa and modern astronomy claim <sighs> spherical Stooges. trigonometry dictates the surface of all standing water must curve downward an easily measurable eight inches per mile multiplied by the square of the distance this means along a six mile channel of standing water the earth would dip six feet on either end from the central peak. Every time such experiments have been conducted, however, standing water has proven to be perfectly level. Plus, engineers never have to factor curve into their work. Oh my goodness. You want to lay a, a train track down? Go right ahead. It's flat. You need zero mathematical skills for it. Yeah. It'll, Just do it. You'll never have to make curved anything. Because the thing is, the, the, you know, think of all the, the things that you put over a river and it's through so, and, the woods and, and you just, you just leave it flat, dude. Yeah. Building you know? grandma's house. Yeah. Is it's flat. As simple as you Because that's get. where we were going. Uh, it's, here's another thing that you probably believe that you're an idiot for believing. Um, how about it's crazy uh, to believe that the earth is a ball hurling through space at a thousand miles per hour while spinning and wobbling. What? And we would all notice it because what are we spinning on this thing? How are we not flying off into to the not space? Yeah. And hitting the glass dome. Uh, no one in history has ever experienced uh, this motion. No one has ever felt us spinning in an eastward direction. Meanwhile, we can hear and feel and, and feel even the slightest breeze in the other direction. Hmm. Hmm. Checkmate. Yeah. You ever felt wind? Yeah, the earth is flat, asshole. <laughs> Here's something, speaking of flying, 
pilots would constantly have to correct their altitudes so as not to fly off into space. They would have to to fly in a perpetual nosedive because, you know, you'd have to go around, right. around the curve. You'd have to fly down. around the pumpkin. Yep, you got to fly down. If you take off from the face of the pumpkin, you just fly right off yeah, into just space. Keep going. Just keep going. Unless you, you flew down the whole way. Well, that's what happened to Amelia Earhart. Yeah. She, she did not she correct. Did, she didn't fly down. She didn't fly down. Oh, um, how about this? Vertically fired cannonballs uh, and any other projectiles you shoot up should actually land due west because of the rotation. Okay. Uh, however, every time they do this, they don't land more than two feet away from where they were fired. Weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, if the if the earth were truly constantly spinning eastwards at over 1,000 miles per hour, if you got up in a helicopter or a hot air balloon, you'd just hover over the surface. It would turn right under you very quickly. Yep. And all you'd have to do is just wait for your your westward destination to come to you. Yeah. I mean, every time you jump in the in the air, in the air, everything you would, would land alert. like five feet. Yeah, yeah. classic. Because um, it turns out, no, it turns out you can actually ignore anything about momentum that you don't find convenient. What? Shut up! No. Okay. No, I'm just saying you can. And that's that's part of the lie. They think that you have to account for all these things. This thing is spinning, and we're on something that's spinning. Yeah. When something spins but, and you, but you when, know, when you're not on it, the minute you stop touching it, you just, it's, it's the same reason you can step off of, uh, you can jump in a falling elevator and survive. It's the same reason when a train takes off from the station and you're like, oh, shit, my baby, then you step off the train, you're fine. Yeah, exactly. You can, you can, like, that's why people are stupid. You can step off of a crashing airplane. You're good. Checkmate. Gravity's bullshit. What? Yeah, it doesn't exist. There is only Zool uh-huh. and electromagnetism. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, we don't know everything. The power that's holding us to the plate could, could this be is, something. Yeah. yeah. We're still this working on This is how you that. know we are uh, for, for real. Yeah. We, we don't have all the answers. We don't have We're the still answers. doing some of the work on that. Um, Something's holding us down here, but it sure as shit ain't gravity. Hell no. No, because it just doesn't make any sense. Because we're spinning. You know, whatever gravity does, the spinning would undo and we'd fly off. Because we're idiots. Well, well, how about this? You go to the Southern Hemisphere, you can still see the North Star, dude. Yeah, it's called the North Star. Yeah. Why are you seeing it in the Southern Hemisphere? And the constellations that are up there. Yeah. The Capricorn stuff. Oh, uh, every building should look like Inception. It should be like tipping away from the observer. I mean, we're on a curved ball, right? They should be going away from you the tops of them should be tipping away yeah. that's that's what tila said yep one of the ideas uh of of how we are it, the ice wall antarctica yeah is not just a, a ring around us it's not halo right we uh-huh. we are in the middle of a huge vast maybe infinite ice sheet we're just kind of like a melted little puddle in the middle oh so like the 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 platter is made of ice and we're just kind of bobbing in the middle yeah, yeah, gotcha. and and we're we're the melted inside parts, and then the you yeah. know there's some hardened land in here. That See, well, that that at. should make global warming all the more alarming to people. Well, oh, how about the truth? I would love to hear the truth, please. It's just a huge cover up by the new world order to control humanity and for Satan to deceive us all to keep us from God and our true potential. And every time you argue with this theory, every time that you ask questions about it, what you're actually doing is uh, lashing out in fear and anger. Yeah. Because you don't want to learn the truth because you have believed all of Satan's lies. 
That's true. And and besides that, or, or maybe to tack on to that, 9-11 was an inside job, dude. Yep. Moon landing was faked. Of course it was. Sandy Hook, Boston bombings, you know, the Sandy Hook massacre, yep. the, the kids. San the, Bernardino. Yeah. All false flags. Yep. All they, they are They are manufactured by the government to yep. keep us in fear. They never happened. The Illuminati card game predicts all of this, and the UN symbol, the symbol for the, the United Nations, is the flat earth. And guess what? What? Hiding in plain That's sight. Like they love to do that. They love to put little clues out there. That's they, what they, do. they do it every time. They, they mock us by saying that all this stuff is right under your nose, and you are powerless because you're an idiot. God, we're so stupid. All right, let's go through all of the uh, lies now. All of the the things that you've been told. First up, uh, curvature of the earth. The earth is enormous. <laughs> it is way bigger than anyone is giving you credit for. I, I'm, you know, <sighs> obviously we were being assholes. Yeah, yeah, we're we're mocking the shit out of this because it's damn ridiculous. Yeah, you know, actually, Flora, you're right. I'm glad you said that because I forgot how many videos I'd listened to who were using our sarcastic tone but meant it. I, I can't be idle. I can't. I can't yeah. idly be neutral in this. I, it's <laughs> at the risk of sounding like an Illuminati pawn, which I can assure you, neither of us have been paid off by I anybody. Would, I would no. Don't deny it, dude. Well, we don't have to be paid off. We're just stupid. and We buy into it. Oh yeah, that's well, that's, that's true. You know, we we haven't been paid off. Hey, Flora, what's your address? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal, and perhaps the whole shebang for how this goes down. People, some of these people, the people that, that say the earth is flat, for some reason, there's this cognitive dissonance where they cannot imagine the scale of themselves compared to a planet. Yeah. The earth is fucking huge compared to each one of us. Mm -hmm. I was trying to think of an analogy for this. I, I can't even think because I can't get a spherical object big enough in my head that makes sense. Well, and here's the thing. You're, you're also hamstringing yourself by already any, any photo, anything that would give you a sense of that scale, you already believe has been faked. You, yeah. So, so nothing to say everything, every, every photographic evidence is fake is just, then you'll never have proof of anything. Well, and that's, that's where a lot of these things land. Um, which we will go through that, but that is the, that is the last unprovable final argument, you know, that like, oh, well then you were lied to, or you don't know what happened. That was, that was faked. You know, like there, there literally is no proof that could be given. Right. Because it is not a, it's not a, it's, it's a belief of faith, not, right. not of, of reason. I was trying to go through something like uh, a basketball, Use a of, pumpkin. Of like Use a, a pumpkin, a, a pumpkin, and a flea on the pumpkin, but the flea is not small enough. Yeah, to say a flea represents a human being and the pumpkin is Earth is gr still grossly uh, underestimating the scale. Yeah, it really. I can't think of anything that's easy to grasp. You know, right? Uh, if you think of a flea on a pumpkin, though, just what the flea sees, even like is what is like what we see. Like it doesn't see the whole pumpkin. Even a flea on like the Epcot globe. I'm trying to think of like, what's the biggest sphere I know of. Yeah. And I think right now Epcot globe is winning. Uh, maybe that's, a, that's a planet. Hollywood. <laughs> no, that's, um, that's pretty good. But yeah. You know, even a fully on that is grossly incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's bigger than that. The, the problem with so many of these ideas is that a person like the world is a big place and not everything is intuitive. A lot of the things that are true 
are uh, about about the science of, of our world, they're counterintuitive. Not everything is the way you think it's going to be. And so the 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 foundation for a lot of these beliefs like oh the building should be curving away from me i should see this this should be this way is because you're like well just what i said i should see this based on what you're just yeah. your belief that you think you should see it that way the world does not accommodate you it is way larger and greeks were able to measure the curvature of the earth very closely very close to exact yeah over 2000 years ago over 2000 years ago yeah so when you say, oh, engineers measured and they couldn't find anything, I would love to meet the engineers. Like, no, they're just, they were like engineers. So shut up. <laughs> like those, you know, there's, there's so many little pieces to that. Let, let's go down this list a little bit more. Um, okay. Firing a cannon straight in the air. You have to incorporate this, the, the initial motion of an object when an object is already moving laterally or on the outside of a rotating object. It's already moving in that direction. So when that shell launches into the air, it moves parallel to that object on the ground. It already has that force. It's, mm-hmm. it's got that force vector already built into it. You can't just ignore that part. Um, a thing once separated from Earth is, is still acted upon by Earth. You start with that angular momentum. It doesn't go anywhere. You still have it. And this is what's known as the Coriolis effect, right? Yep. This is an effect whereby a mass moving in a rotating system experiences a force acting perpendicular to the direction of motion and to the axis of rotation, which is just like you said, if something's already moving and you separate that thing from what has already been moving, it's still going to have that momentum that's carrying it from when it was moving before. Now, what you're going to have the, the argument against this in a lot of cases, people think like, okay, imagine like the hammer throw. In the Olympics, you've got the ball on the chain and you spin around. When you let go of the ball, it shoots straight away. Why aren't we shooting straight away from our rotating earth? Think about the masses involved here. You the, can't. You, yeah, you There's can't. You can't. You are, uh, the, the dust on that hammer that you just threw isn't going anywhere. No matter how hard you whip that hammer around, the dust that's on that hammer stays on the surface of that hammer. We are the dust on the surface of a very large hammer. We're not going anywhere, no matter how hard yeah. you spin it. We don't get affected by the angular momentum of that rotation because the Earth is so massive and we are so very, very tiny. If you were to um, instill those pieces of dust with enough energy to counteract the, the force of that mass that, that is holding them on to that, that ball, though, sure, they would fly away. This is, I mean, that's how the, yeah. the ball itself is whipping around. You give it energy yeah, and it'll do it. This is how a rocket leaves yep. the atmosphere. You give it enough energy, it'll do it. Yeah. And but, it's hard to get that much energy. That's why rockets blow up all the time. <laughs> it's hard to get that much energy. It's called escape velocity and it's hard to get there. You know, this has just occurred to me. I just want to take a second to stop here. Are we just jerking ourselves off right now? Like we're sitting here going down the reason and explaining why the earth is round. I mean, I guess since we're doing this episode, we have to, but I suddenly realized, like, are we just kicking a puppy right now? I say no. Uh-huh. And, and the reason I say no is that we just listed quite a few reasons why people think it's flat. Think All it's right. flat. I, I want to list at least a few reasons why we can prove that it is not flat. I like where your head's at. I just, that just popped into my head just now. Yeah. So. It's, it's not that we're saying, God, these motherfuckers are so damn stupid <laughs> to be spreading the stupid 
fucking information where they link every damn conspiracy theory back to this one fucking theory that everybody's involved except us because we're fucking special. No, there is science behind this that you're willfully fucking ignoring. If we can just say a, a few things and those things have like, to be the, the, the where, where we're just saying look things have been tried things have been discovered and it's just ignorance and willfully denying that these things exist that's why your theory is fucking stupid you stupid piece of fucking shit <laughs> i think we owe ourselves and our listeners a couple of those reasons <laughs> That's all. Well, I would still like to have a conversation about it. Don't, don't, don't call Flora. You can get yelled at. <laughs> the I, thing is, it's <laughs> listening to these. Fucking, God, I wish, I wish you could see Flora's just like, like physicalizing so much frustration right now. It's, it's funny because I'm usually the one that likes to, to give people the benefit of the doubt. No, fuck this shit. Because, like, these people... This is, the, this is the episode where Flora goes unchained. Has, these people have the most circular fucking logic train that they like to get on. They don't even have to pay fucking tickets to get on here and ride. They go around and around and around. And you know what? They get to pick and choose what argument they have at one time that is logically inconsistent with what the fuck they said before. And to them... <laughs> Everything is a smooth fucking sail. <laughs> you are just going down the fucking roller coaster, and it's all the same. When in reality, you're getting on 15 different damn rides at Disneyland. <laughs> oh, my God. This episode is now Flat Earth, open parentheses, Flora loses his shit, close parentheses. I, I love it. I'm 100% on board both with Both of us, we're getting so fucking incensed when we listen to these people in doing some of the research and watching videos and listening to podcasts. And you know what? Like you said, it all comes back to this whole, well, if you, you just got to believe if you don't believe you're a pawn, but, but it's, it's a, it's a, it's a little bit more insidious than that because they keep, there's a phrase that, that we noticed came up in a lot of things like you do the research for yourself, do the research. And so what, but what they're saying is go find the information that supports what I believe. And and yeah, it's the internet. Of course, you can find it. You could find it. You can find it in a recipe for dog sh- cupcakes on the internet. It doesn't mean that you should bring them to the party. <laughs> well, it doesn't mean. Yeah, it doesn't mean that they actually taste good or are nutritious. Um, I don't even think it. It is. It, it for me, it all comes back down to how they argue the point. And you try to like say a, a point to them, and they argue that point. And you try to say, well, what about this? And they will say the exact opposite of what they've just said before. And they will never marry those two. Those those two thoughts will never come together for them to right. actually come to the point that what you know what you're trying to say is false. Which because is, you can't which even is agree on that, what you're saying. Which is how that kind of belief system gets to maintain itself. Because in their mind, they didn't switch arguments. Right. In their mind, it's all they, the same they, argument. Yeah. That they're even and, though the points are, are two different right. ends. Yeah. And, and it's and it's difficult because you're dealing with people, you know, or or you know, it, it is it's functionally a religious argument because yeah. what they're saying is, oh well, gravity doesn't really exist. You know, like they're they're arguing on a far more fundamental level than than what you're trying to say. And that and that's that's fine. You know, like of all the, the crazy beliefs in the in the world or you know or whatever systems like flat earthers aren't blowing up buses 
you know, so, so boogie on flat earthers. You, you do not get to join us in the stars. You can, you can hang out in here and maybe we'll send you a picture of the turtle upon which your world rests. It'll be, it'll be a hell of a trick to, for them to figure out where everybody else went in a hundred years when we're colonizing other planets. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but let's, let's go down some of these. Like, okay, I Sorry. watched, I watched a really great video. This is what I've been waiting for. Antarctica becomes a huge deal in a flat earth. Yes. It's the, it's the rim, you know, much like uh, I had, I heard this one really great, uh, this one YouTube video. It had a flat, you know, your standard classroom map on a wall. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, you know, there's so many inconsistencies to how they say things work. I mean, so if I'm in a, in an airplane and I go all the way to the edge of the map, you know, I, I come back around on the other, the other side. If I go all the way East, then I, I come around on the West side of the map. But if I go all the way North, I don't come up on the South side of the map. What? (laughs) And I was like, really, you're really going with that? Like that's. Like, that's just unspeakably weird to me that they would make that as an argument. But, uh, so you've got your round thing with Antarctica all around there, which means there's no such thing as a South pole. Right. There's no such thing as 90 degrees South. I mean, I lived there. Yeah. I, I did. Few people can say that they have actual experience because that's one of the things that flat earth theorist will say, well, have you been in space? Have you flown a plane? Have you right? Which is a, a which is a super weak argument. Sure. Well, Which, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Dave Stecco can say yes. <laughs> yeah. I've been to Antarctica. And, and here's the thing is uh, the, the arguments that I saw were things like, oh, the, the, you know, it's, it's really suspicious that, that it's all government aircraft. Not true. Um, that they, they, they don't have any windows. Again, not true. Yes. The, the Air National Guard flies uh, C-140s from Christchurch, New Zealand to McMurdo. Um, well, they, they don't have a lot of windows. They have a couple you, you could, you know, there's like a little porthole window. Yeah. Curved. Yeah. (laughs) Curved. Um, as a matter of fact, they even, you could go up to the flight deck, you know, and if you wanted to take a peek out the window, if you asked like them, they let you, it's not, it's, it's cool looking out there. I I looked out the windows. I saw some really cool things. I have photos that I took (laughs) that I took out the windows. Yeah. They, so they, they say there's no windows. Um, there are tourists like the the one that i saw was like oh if you try to book a cruise to antarctica you'll never actually get to go it doesn't the money doesn't make sense um there's all these weird you know limitations so that you can't really ever see anything which they they ignore a lot of important facts that the fact that antarctica as a continent is governed by an international treaty that is extraordinarily strict even soil that is brought to antarctica has to be sterilized you can't bring uh anything down there uh, they're very careful about invasive species. I mean, obviously, it's not like the most lush place on Earth, but but they're they're trying to keep it as pristine as they can. Um, so they, there's a lot of rules about organics that you can't bring down there. There's there's very strict rules about profiting. If you go, uh, those tour groups have to be completely self sufficient. Unless there's like you're allowed to like we had tourists come to South Pole Station. They were given a tour by uh, the 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 station manager, and then left. All in the like, they showed up, walked around, and left. They were allowed to stop. At, what else are you going to do? Yeah, they were allowed to stop at the gift shop. They were not allowed to spend the night indoors at our station. They had to pack tents if something were to happen. Like they were not allowed to use any of our resources. Um, there's very strict limitations on that, and that does affect tourism. But yes, as a tourist, can you go to the South Pole? Absolutely. We saw them all the time. We called them gaspers because they were never ready for how thin the air was. Yeah. 
happens all the time. The earth, if you also want, because of how the earth is round. Yes. Yes. Because the earth is round and you can get, there's a Canadian flight companies that fly these little beautiful planes called twin otters all over the continent. These guys are flying all over the place. Um, just a lot of made up statistics and things that don't really make sense. And, and at the end of the day, their trump card is, oh, well then well, I was flown to a place that wasn't the South pole. Right. You were flown to the southern tip of South America. Yeah. Or at best, a little peninsula on Antarctica. Right. I, I was not taken there. I was taken to some other part of it. Uh, that's not something you can pr- prove, though. Well, that and that's my point. Like, I, I, I was looking out the window. I saw, you know, like at, every now and then I'd take a look out there and see what things looked like. And you, you, if you're, if you're willing to say, oh, well, I wasn't taken there. I don't have internal GPS, which by the way, doesn't really exist because that requires satellites, which don't exist. Uh, you know, I, I guess, I guess I wasn't taken to the South well, pole. When, when you were there, what did you see when you were outside? Um, well, I flew into McMurdo. I saw, uh, Mount Erebus, which is, um, uh, a barely quote unquote active volcano. There's always like a little stream of steam coming out the top of it. Um, I saw tons of, uh, mountain ranges. Um, it's not like a uniform flat white everywhere. As you get to the South pole itself, it becomes that, but around the coast, it's, it's got amazing topography. There's mountains and valleys, and you can see where whole glaciers are flowing and you can see the, the, the ice shelves where they meet the ocean. Uh, it's amazing. It's beautiful. Mm. Um, there's, there's a ton of variants. It's, it's not like a uniform People thing. just think it's a big flat sheet of snow and ice. Right. And, and as you get further inland, it becomes that, I mean, the South pole station itself sits on a, a sheet of ice, two miles thick. I mean, it's, there is nothing. It is just white. And you, you you've all seen these, uh, they're called sastrugi. The, they look like frozen waves, you know, just like the, yep, the, the, the sand dunes. Yeah. The yeah. sand dunes of snow, you know, those are all over the place and they make these amazing patterns and stuff. It's, it's gorgeous. Um, there was a huge discussion on, uh, a couple of the videos I saw about the fact that they call it the midnight sun, that mm-hmm. it's a lie that the sun rises and sets everywhere. No, it doesn't. I was there from late October to late February at the South pole, the sun never sets. It just goes around and around and around. Well, um, that's proof of a flat earth. That's what it does in a flat earth. Well, no it's proof. It, 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 it'd be impossible for it to do that in the flat earth system because the, you know, the sun's going around at some point it's got to go away. Then they, there's a, they say that they're hiding the fact it, this guy, one guy actually said that they pump a bunch of, of vapor or steam. They kick it up into the atmosphere every single day so that no one sees the sunset to keep the, the lie going. Um, it's because the sun never sets and there is nothing more off putting than rolling out of a bar, stinking drunk at 3 AM into high noon. Yeah. I never got used to that. And, and here's one fun fact that they, that they use and, and I'll, I'll give the devil three quarters of his due on this. So there are live webcams at a lot of Antarctic research stations, South pole included sound stages, um, <laughs> the South pole soundstage. And they were saying, well, the webcams are only active for about two thirds of the day. You see this, like if there's a flag, you'll see the shadow move around and then it like cuts and then it moves around again. And they're like, see, that's where it sets. They don't want you to see that. That's when the satellite goes away. <laughs> there's, there is a window where there's no satellite. It gets a little bit better every year, but uh, when I was down there, it was the inverse. You had eight hours of satellite and uh, then a whole ton of time 
uh, 16 hours of no satellite. And I think it's the reverse now, I think, or even better because looking at that, it looks like they've gotten their, they have satellite coverage, uh, with the exception of looks like like four hours or so a day, because there's not a reason to, to, to task an entire satellite just to hover over the South pole. You know, it's, it's not that important and there's better things for satellites to do. So they've been cobbling together satellite coverage. Um, but yeah, the comm satellites, we only had email, internet, things like that, regular of uh, telecoms for the windows yeah. and then it was gone. And that's why those, that's why those webcams have chunks of time missing. And that, if you look uh, over the last 10 years, that chunk of time gets smaller and smaller and smaller because they are over time. They're, they're getting old decommissioned satellites that, that no one's using. They get repurposed for the national science foundation. Boom. Now we've got a new comm satellite better, you know, bandwidth. It's why they can have webcams at all. And they, they, of course they, they don't, make they they go to such extraordinary lengths to bolster a false idea but when they meet something that smells good to them they they research not at all they yeah. stop right there leave everything at face value and don't even ask the questions they assume the answers and move on and that's i think that's the part i mean that's that's the hallmark of a of a of a weak argument i don't understand if this is so popular and and people if it's the number one priority for these people why has no one gotten funds together to build a plane without curved windows <laughs> to go up and look for themselves to prove it? Why has no one gone down to the to Antarctica themselves? New world order. None of these people have firsthand experience at this stuff. Right. That's the problem. They're saying that all this stuff is bullshit. All these pictures and videos and evidence are bullshit. But look at my stuff. Look at my pictures and videos and evidence. It's not bullshit. Right. Even though I have not experienced any of these. And, that, and that's how it operates because none of these people have gone to these places. None of these people have done. They, they, they all, it's like the, the, it's, it's like Jormungandr. They just eat their own tail. They're all citing <laughs> the same things. They're all, you know, jerking each other off. And to that end, that's how, that's how you form a worldview. That's how you build a community of a whole bunch of people who are like-minded. Yeah. Well, and, and it, it's just disappointing because there's so many things that point to society is general, like kind of retrograding a little bit. Really? I don't it feel really, like, really, really, I don't feel like we're advancing. I, I feel like we're stalling out. And, and when these kind of things pop up, well, you would, you would think the internet would help the opposite of that. That would help us get more knowledge, get more communicative uh, uh, of ideas and, 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 and not, not these ideas though. I mean, I guess that's the, the double-edged sword, right? Well, and I think that's, that's the curse of Neil deGrasse Tyson that he has to, to fight that he has to go on Twitter and, and argue planetary motion with a rapper who dropped out of school in the ninth grade. That's, that's how it works because this guy has a podium. This guy has a yeah. lot of people who listen to him. He has a lot of Good followers point. And it doesn't matter if he's qualified or not. And, and I think that's what people in general need to start asking. What are your qualifications? Yeah. yeah. Number of followers does not equal qualification as referenced by at blurry <laughs> underscore photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't have to worry about us. Our yeah. soapbox is quiet. Well, let me, let me tell you just a few more of the big proofs that are argued for a spherical uh -huh. earth. You, you've got shadows on the moon. And eclipses that are uh, rounded, like disc shapes shouldn't or wouldn't cast these types of shadows. That's why you've got crescent moons. Right. Uh, you've got just eclipses in general. There's not a, a dark anti-moon that sometimes sneaks in and blots out the sun. 
one of the biggest ship masts on the horizon. If you see a ship sailing away from you and it sails and it sails, the last thing you're going to see is the top of its mast because it's yeah, it's going over the horizon. It's going over the curve of the earth. Now they there are theories about how that's false and you know you're you're being deceived oh. and everything and there's precipitation, but no, 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 it's it's faked. That's that's <laughs> CGI. Faked. That was yeah. a CGI ship. We talked about the the North Star and the constellations being visible from the southern hemisphere. Well. It's true up to a certain degree in latitude. You can see the stuff, you know, over over the curve, but your your field of vision in a straight line as you're going over over the the curve of the earth will give way. It will it will stop. You will stop being able to see these things. But they're in a a, a position to where, you know, as you're going over, you'll see some of them just like you would see some of the southern hemisphere until you get to a certain point north. It, it, this one that one doesn't make sense to me. And as you were saying earlier to me, the the Southern Cross is what a lot of, of people will use in for the navigation. Southern, yeah, in the Southern Hemisphere because they can't f-ing see the North Star. If you climb a tree, you're going to see farther. If you're on a flat Earth, you wouldn't need the tree. True. The farther up you go, the farther you'll see. That's a that's curved. Windows don't curve the horizon. We've already f-ed that shit. Now here's the thing: there are other planets. Yep. They rotate. They are spheres. You can see it. You don't need NASA's fake Hubble telescope <laughs> to, to show you this. You can get a telescope out and monitor these things yourself. You can see them. You can get a telescope that's that's good enough, powerful enough to see Jupiter, to see the spot, to see the whole thing fucking spin. Yeah. Nah, brah. No, that's, and that's, it's not that's a, on the show. it's not a telescope that, that is just a projection. You idiot. There's also the whole matter tends to form into a ball or a globular yep. shape in, in a vacuum. Of course, there's there's time zones. We don't have to go into how, right? How there's that center of gravity. There's also, I mean, th- that that goes back to the magic of what's keeping people on a flat disc. Right. Oh. The third surface of the Earth itself isn't smooth at all. This is yeah, you know, this so, is huge. So all these measurements that people take over like a six mile ride that doesn't even begin I, to matter. I I have never understood that argument for flat Earth. Well, because, again, people think the Earth is smaller than that, so that it should show up. And also that the Earth is just a bowling ball and as smooth as silk. Right. I mean, think of it, people. Go outside and, and just look around. There are hills, there's valleys, there's mountains. Ride a bike. Tell me how <laughs> flat it is, unless you're in Chicago, because it's pretty <laughs> flat. How do you know where you're measuring from, where the center of the fucking Earth is, to say that this is because a very the people who quote this have never done that. They don't even think of no. They do. They did. They they did the the mental experiment and said, mm, "These are the results that I got." Like they don't. <sighs> how you about don't, yeah, yeah, Laura? Why don't you hit us with some fucking straight up uh, Pythagorean theorem? For a one mile baseline, the drop will be eight inches. If, so for on every a curve, yeah. So on the, the curvature of the Earth, so for every mile you go, there'll be an eight inch drop. The length of the hypotenuse of a right triangle with one leg of 5,280 feet, that's one mile, and the other leg of eight inches is 5,280.00004209 feet. The error is 0.013 millimeters, which means it's so small that if you built a road that went all the way around the earth using perfectly flat one mile, one mile baselines, the total air in length would amount to 1.05 feet. Dude, I can ollie that, bro. I could, I could grind that rail and I'd gleam that cube. 
God, do you remember like five minutes ago when you lost your shit? I love that part. I I wish I was more articulate. Is the thing. <laughs> no, I liked it. I like the raw power because this is this is the first episode where you've gone unchained. I don't know why this in particular. It's just you were, you some, were, sometimes the smugness, but I really hate <laughs> circular logic. You were so into it with fluoride, but this one broke you. Yeah, <laughs> man. If if you need any more proof, I mean, this is what I wrote. Even the ungodly massive amount of complexity involved in a cover-up of this magnitude virtually assures us that a conspiracy is not probable. Like, well, here's what, here's the thing that I don't understand. And I'm sure someone has an answer for this. And I saw a few bits and pieces, but like to what end, to what end? Why? Just to, this is what I've heard as an answer to this. So they can sit behind closed doors and just laugh at us. That does make sense. Or I have heard that so that NASA can steal money, can take our money, can keep us powerless. So, so if, it, if, it's a, if it's a money grift, NASA is one of the least funded agencies. It is not getting any money. That's um, a disinformation ploy. Yeah, it's a bad, it's, that's a bad angle. And also, that's a pretty fucking long con for a government administration that just opened up shop 50 years ago. Yeah. And this is where the the strings on the corkboard just go haywire. Like it all goes London back. Symphony Orchestra. <laughs> There's so many strings. It it ties back again to this weird religious aspect that keeps coming yeah. back into it. There, that there is a creator, and then there's Satan. Now the creator doesn't have to be the Christian God, but there is surely the devil, the Christian devil, and, and Satan. Lucifer, whatever you want to call him. I actually have the most patience for the religious argument for the, the I have the, the li- least because for the literal biblical interpretation, nothing has to make sense that, that and they, they started with yeah. the faith and they're just using it as I, I don't actually, I don't argue that. I see what you're saying. You know what but- I mean? Like that's, that is, that is an extension of their faith G- boogie on man. Yeah. I, I think like that is actually. I have the, ever since bingo, I'm very, really cognizant of every time I use that phrase because I never realized how often I said it. <laughs> no, but like of, of all of the, the reasons to believe in a flat earth, that is the one I have the least objection to because they're owning that it is a faith-based belief. Yeah. That I read this in the Bible and I believe everything in the Bible. And so I believe this. I got no beefs with that. You do you. Good, good on you. Just don't try to play, play ball in my world. And explain that like, yeah, you know, and, and I, I, I have no objection to a person believing on a flat earth on a religious basis. I, uh, I, I couldn't disagree more. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> I think this is such stupidity. I mean, first of all, you're, you're the interpretation of a few passages in the Bible that I, I wouldn't even say vaguely hint at flat earth. It's just figures of speech hey, like dude. four corners. Of the earth doesn't mean the earth's a damn Jets pizza. <laughs> so good. God, I love Oh, man. They have, do you eat the Cajun crust? No, but I did. Get I, the Cajun crust. I will next time. I got it God. yesterday. I had Jets yesterday. So good. But that doesn't mean that it's a square. <laughs> For f***'s sake, you're really pulling the stink from the swamp on that one to say that you're it's biblical literalism. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, if you want to ask how many problems that can, you know, just uh, picking and choosing a couple of vaguely 
phrased. I I get you. Ask the gay community, I get you. Man. But <laughs> it's it'll it'll at get least you. with that one, it straight up says though it's a law. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> this is you are literally interpreting something off the top of your fucking head. But I mean, you know, like it's it, it's it's creationism, and it, it's an extension of a pre-existing faith. And, and it's not like there are. I don't know that I've ever run across a flat Earth Christian. I don't want to. I don't want to put out the idea that that this is really a huge a huge thing. Like, oh, if you're creationist and you're flat Earth, that's not true. It is right, right, right. It's still even even in even in the the most fundamentalist uh, uh, interpretations. I imagine the flat Earthers are just the tiniest little camp within that. But you know, and in for a penny and for a pound, why not? It will. To say that is is weird, though. I mean, mean, how many flat earth theorists do you know? None. See, that I I don't either. But listening to these interviews that I listened to, I listened to quite a few podcasts that had one person trying to understand what a flat earther was saying, and the flat earther just spewing the f***ing garbage that comes out of of these ideas. I I think 100% of the people that were flat earthers had this religious bent on it where it was Satan deceiving us all and the Illuminati was just uh, uh, pawns of the devil that were meant to separate us from God so that we did not realize our true power and potential as human beings. Yeah, and that's some that's some pretty slick Yahoo answers shit there. It really is. And, it really is. And, and, and that's the thing. Again, you can you can weave these things into or out of each other. I mean, in the say the, the militia movement, you know, it's a very pro-Christian movement mm-hmm. that then in in incorporates you know like this this alex jones new world order i love jesus fear 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 new world order satanism you you can see how like you know if you want to keep your purely political and conspiratorial then it is the the wealthy elites of the earth yeah but if you if you have that bent but you also go to church and and really are into that then who's controlling the elites satan Satan. you know it's it's very easy to 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 incorporate one with the other I got no problem with people being pissed off at rich people. <laughs> they are really fucking things up, and I fucking hate rich people. But Damn, I love this episode. I get to be the reasonable one this time. It's not. <laughs> I can tell you this. It's not Satan that is causing these rich people to behave <laughs> like they do. They are fucking filthy, garbage humans. Our new t-shirts say blurry photos. Kill the rich. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> God, I'm, I'm, I, I, I keep going, man. There, there, no, there's, there's plenty to be pissed about, about the fucking oligarchy that's going on in the aristocracy that the people are just, they've got plenty of people under their thumb. It doesn't have to be that there's a flat earth or that there's a God and a devil that are fighting it out. And these are agents of them. These are just wretched fucking human beings. People will throw Occam's razor in this, and I hate Occam's razor, but in, I, I kind of have to side with it in this one, because either we can accept the evidence that's out there and all the observations that say the Earth is a sphere, or we can go down this damn spider web of everybody covering everything up and everything being faked and everybody's just keeping tight-lipped about it and paid off and, oh my God, there's there's religion in here, there's conspiracies in, in there and the fucking Bigfoot Mothman had a baby and it looked at me and, and I saw the baby. <laughs> this is the one or the other thing that I have come out of this research yeah. seeing. And it is, and it, I, I have, there's so many of these things that people, the flat earth is like the least of the beliefs of some of these people. 
because uh, like true. like a lot of times you're going to hear like well you know it's you know what about you know satellite photos well those were faked by the same people who did the moon landing and faked sandy stanley Hook. kubrick was trying to tell us right that these and they have all these that that everything is a false flag nothing actually happened 9-11 was an inside job how do you live i because you I mean you, you got to be scared to like open the microwave well you're not too scared to buy products online and it's that's true. that's the end result that's what you want is you're you're creating um terrified consumers who will listen to you exclusively for their worldview mm. and they feel because uh it's that 99 a percent of people doing one thing so the one percent must be correct and it's not the economic one percent it's a very different one percent but that oh well everyone else is a sheep but i finally and it's the same thing that religious cults believe everyone else had the wrong thing and i am so lucky that i have the the intelligence to see the truth i was, am the neo i'm the one I, like someone told me the truth and i was smart enough to find it yeah. I was far enough to hear it. And now because no one else understands it, I must be smarter than, than, yeah. than everyone else. Now I am Morpheus because my belief, wake up more Neos. Yeah. Because my belief is different from everyone else's. I must be smarter than them. And it's <laughs> so it, it not only, uh, inflates one sense of self, but it feeds itself. Now I'm doing my own research and I'm picking and choosing. I don't you know, know what I'm talking about, but it doesn't matter. I can go do whatever I want. I feel like I just defended a lot of people. Offended or defended? Offended. Not as much as Flora did. That's the guy who was calling you guys fuckers. Remember him? <laughs> <laughs> they get it a lot. That's a thing. They've got to live with huge chips on their shoulders because people will call them assholes to their faces. It just seems exhausting. To live that way? To, yeah. To have everybody against you and yeah. to deny evidence? Everything. Everything's a lie. It, it's, it's willful denial. They're just ignoring facts and choosing to believe what they want to believe. Which has always existed. Anti- well, it's even, not just this. Yeah, it's it's all kinds of... Anti-vaxxers aren't new. Right. You can, you know, there was newspaper, uh, I saw a bunch of really interesting old uh, political cartoons from like the turn of the century, mocking, uh, not turn of the century, like from the 1930s, mocking anti-vaxxers. Like, like there's all, those people have always existed, but now that you have the internet, they can get they together. can band together yeah. yeah you know what used to be isolated weirdos and shacks now they're isolated weirdos but they're on the internet so they they can isolated weirdos and forums right and they can now, talk to each other and they can build a sense of community and it's kind of spooky it's kind of fun like oh it's along this anti-intellectualism wave that is going on it's just people that try to be intelligent better themselves are ridiculed these days yeah and and it's weird it's weird that knowledge and intelligence is, is is frowned upon well i think that that has always been prevalent to a degree i mean look at the, the very concept of a nerd yeah. has always been around since back in the day you know and uh, people who were hyper educated hyper intelligent were always seen as somehow defective not entirely to be trusted you know like like even we make jokes like the the phrase the eggheads at harvard <laughs> Yeah. You know, there's a lot of like, uh, even in the United States, there's a lot of cultural kind of like, mm, yeah, that's what that says. But, you know, that's, that's like a college thing or, you know, like some of the weirder parts of physics, like, well, that's kind of like a science thing. Like it's not really true, yeah, but the rich are cool. Absolutely. We're going to make one a president <laughs> as, as if we've ever had a poor president in the history of the country. Anyway, that's a flat <laughs> earth theory. Yeah. In a, in a flat nutshell. <laughs> in a flat and easily explain nutshell. We could we could talk 
we could talk and, and just bitch and rant, but we, we've got to stop and do some puns. Oh, puns! <laughs> I, I didn't know how you were going with that. I liked it. Either we, I think we got to kick it into some kind of gear. Oh, yeah. Um, you want to go first? You want me to? I got one. There is a, a belief that what we experience, what we see, is actually um, a false reality. That in reality, we're actually all two-dimensional um, cloth representations um, that just kind of stick to each other a little bit. It's the felt earth theory. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lots of Muppets in that theory. Yeah. I've got one idea that this podcast in particular espouses. Oh, good. Where our delivery revolves around silly voices and dialects. It's called geoaccentrism. <laughs> nice. Uh, you know, we picked up a new uh, sponsor for the podcast. Who is it? Uh, it's an aerospace design company. It's Martin Marietta, Boeing, extra curvy, uh, high altitude window openings. Um, you know, for the most curve and optical in clarity. <laughs> and what was the name again? It was Lockheed Martin Marietta Boeing. Oh, okay. Brand. Cause they're all the same. Didn't you know that? <laughs> it goes back to the same. All right. Um, I have an effect where delicious chocolate graham cracker and marshmallow move together in a system perpendicular to rotation of the tongue. You know what it is? What is it? It's the smoriolus effect. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, sweet, sweet, rich flavor. Yeah. Acting in perpendicular to, to my tongue. Move, moving with my the air in my mouth. That's right. Not, notice it's not shooting out the top of my head. <laughs> that effect also, I don't know if we got to it or not, but that's, it causes the wind patterns and the, that's why things spin the way they do. It's just, man, the, the atmosphere moves sounds with like, the earth. Sounds like some mumbo jumbo. <laughs> that's, that's why a helicopter <laughs> or, or when we jump or a hot air, air balloon doesn't let everything move under it. Everything, the atmosphere is moving too. We're You're already moving. moving. <sighs> <laughs> So uh, maybe we've moved you to write us a little listener All right, time for some some well aged <laughs> listener mail. Loady, loady. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Stormy Babe, uh, she writes, "Hey, David, David. Hi. As of mid October, I'm up to date." <laughs> <laughs> stormy babe we're the worst and you're the best yeah. uh in honor of this i have composed a stupidly long message broken up into sections based on topic this way you can read whatever sections of the podcast you like without spending a stupid amount of time on me no time spent on you stormy babe is stupid <laughs> but i will i will pick and choose yeah <laughs> having I said that you're not a flat earther <laughs> she has some fun things uh from our milwaukee paracon episode um, she's surprised that she hasn't bruised her hand with how often she smacks it against the window to aggressively show how pissed off she is. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and, uh, the song Roxanne, she agrees. If you haven't listened to the Moulin Rouge version, I should do it. Oh yeah. It'll tango to Roxanne soundtrack. Seriously, dude. Okay. It's All right. Good, it's okay. Good, good version. Oh, here's a fun fact. How about for the bloody benders? <laughs> Woof. I can understand why you needed those warnings. Hmm. Uh, hate to be the overt crazy person. That's the only kind of crazy we really like. It's the secret crazy that f***s you. <laughs> um, hate to be the overt crazy person here, but do you think we can get more of these real life mysteries in the future? Uh, you just drag me in with these stories. Dyatlov Pass is still my favorite, though. Yes, I think so. 
Yeah, you know, we've talked about that before. Um, and we, Dave and I actually pumped the brakes on a couple that we were going to do. Yeah. They've got to have some kind of spin on them, some kind of spooky supernatural thing. I, I don't want to just do murder stories. Murder stories. Right. You know, like the one listener said, it is kind of over, overly, it, it's overly done and overly graphic and right. if it, there's a if, tragedy. Yeah. If there is something kind of para weirdo about it, it's worth it. And yeah. you know, like the bloody benders were just something that no one really knew about. I thought, which I thought alone was pretty interesting. Yeah. And the fact that they were all uh, mystics was also fun. Uh, moving on. But we'll keep looking for those. Um, she says, uh, regarding the Flatwoods monster episode, uh, if, the, if we think the barn owls call is creepy or scary, we should look up the mating call of a koala. Oh man. I'll bet you that's the bunyip sound. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not doing it. Um, don't, nope, nope. I'm kicking him. And she wraps with a pun. Oh, nice. There was the secret government experiment that that performed tests on flocks of birds. This was the only discovered when the birds just gathered at harbors and dockyards and just sat there unaffected by passersby. (laughs) They were the wren who stare at boats. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, eh? Nice. Nice, eh? Thank you, stormiest of babes. Thunder, 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 thunder. (laughs) What do you got, Flora? Got a quick one here from Karen. Says, hey, guys. Hey. Hello. Was recently introduced to this podcast. I've been eating it up like candy. Oh, hello. And speaking of candy, uh, she's got some handcrafted goodies to, <gasps> to send us. Uh, Karen, I don't I don't remember if I have replied to you or not. I'm guessing if I read this, if I'm reading this now, I probably haven't. But oh. um, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll email you for, for what to do. Uh, I think that we could probably pass along some sweets to the ladies oh indeed that sounds good thank you for uh listening and thanks yeah. to your friend for turning you on to us yeah wins 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 thanks karen i got one from scott b oh uh, scott b writes what the hell i finally got that halloween three song out of my head okay now it's back yeah now it's back so yeah and it's the thing after (laughs) why is he deaf (laughs) for the main drawing at night Um, (laughs) i love that this this was written so long ago that scott once again got the song out of his head and now it's back in again (laughs) we just keep getting you scott b thanks scott b Dave, yeah. Would you like to give all of your zombies swamp walk? And yeah. if you tap a black mana, you can regenerate them. Oh yes, I would. Then you'll need a zombie master. <laughs> wow, that was a really good intro. <laughs> Can't believe I haven't hit that before. Yeah, that was brilliant. I brought some. I brought some old magic cards home from home. <laughs> so, uh, uh, zombie master hits us. By the way. I don't remember if we said this or not, but we we met Zombie Master. Yeah, we did. We we hung out with him, had a beer with him and and his friend. What was his friend's name? Word. What was it? Life. Life. It was it was something that was like a also a a, a concept or a noun. I don't know, but they were awesome. <laughs> but they, they were, were both, they were awesome. We had a great, great time. We got we got plenty of drinks. Oh yeah, it was it was great. Zombie Master is one class act, top notch, A plus dude. Yeah. 
I'm so, so glad that he wrote in because I hadn't heard from him since then. We hadn't heard from him. We for thought a while. that maybe we, we, we turned him off yeah, with we our probably lewd behavior, <laughs> scared him away. <laughs> but he sends us a link to uh, a show about scary radio plays and how they affected the the masses, a la War of the Worlds, nice. Halloween type uh, uh, radio episodes and stuff. And I uh, thought we might be interested in that, which I think would be a lot of fun to. to I think look I am at interested in that. I don't know if we we'll have to see. Maybe doing something like that. That'd be a fun episode. October, just uh, yeah, yeah, either an episode or or maybe a chrononauts oh, type thing. Yeah, what if we something. wrote our own? We can do something like that. So good to hear from you, Zombie Master. Yeah, thanks for sending. Well that. met and high five. I've got one here from our buddy Steve. Yes, Steve. Steve writes, uh, "Hey guys, still scoping hey. out venues for a possible live show." Oh yeah, yes, yeah. forever. <laughs> Uh, he's, he writes, I was at the charnel house on Fullerton for the HP Lovecraft literary podcast live show. I almost went to that. I was having, um, I actually got to have drinks with Ken height and Chris lackey the night before, uh, Ken was nice enough to invite me and we all got together and had drinks and talked about weird shit and podcast and whatnot. And he had invited me to come to the show. I already had plans, so I couldn't go. Uh, but yes, you are a hundred percent right, Steve. Ken has been all over me about the charnel house. Really? Yeah. Um, it it sounds like, it sounds like an awesome venue. We've, uh, now that we're kind of through holiday times and got all that sorted out, it's, it's time to double down on that. So thank you very much, Steve. Yeah. Thanks. We'll, we'll look into that. And I was happy uh, to talk to Jay Gish, uh, in Bullstone about the possibility of, yeah. So uh, now we got some pretty good place. Some multiple, we went from zero options to a couple options to two. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good swing. I'll take it. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Finally, we've heard from Stephanie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Stephanie. (laughs) Um, She says, yes, I also have no frame of reference for when to trick or treat. Someone that agrees with Mm -hmm. her. Uh, She said, we grew up in the middle of nowhere and had to drive from house to house with her parents. Oh, that's got to be rough. (laughs) Why didn't we go to a big neighborhood and just walk? I don't know. Bad tacticians. Someday, someday I will make my own kids plan out a course of attack beforehand. Hey, yeah. you know what? You learned a valuable lesson from that. Yeah, you got to make a map. And and then she says, every year we started trick-or-treating later and later in the night until we went out and all the houses were already done for the night. Uh, what Tragedy. always confused me was the scene in E.T. where all the kids are all over the streets trick-or-treating in broad daylight. Always seemed really weird. Yeah, me too. It always seemed very strange to me. <laughs> and she says, anyways, the comment about homeschool kids and... 80 satanic panic made me think of that scene. <laughs> I'm glad uh, I'm glad I have someone to agree with me, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank just you for gave writing. Me a meaningful <laughs> you eye look is what he just did. Oh, Laura, Laura just implied that I don't agree well, with him, and that's not was, true. He was uh, subconscious, if, if anything, <laughs> but he is quite the contrary, <laughs> Dick. <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for writing yes, in. We'll, we'll, we're going to have a supplemental soon because we've got obviously of we're doing Halloween things right now, so. <laughs> That's how far the wheels have come off the wagon. But hey, you know, like some points because we're not giving up. How about that? We're Any, persistent, anybody? if anything. We're yeah. persistent. But uh, uh, thanks for writing in. You can always go to blurryphotos.org to find out all kinds of stuff about what we're doing. Really, it's kind of the same thing all the time. But yeah, we, uh, we've got the archives on there, so you've got yep. that to look forward to. And um, occasionally we put up some um, boudoir photography. And, and, uh, and sometimes where we're going to be coming up and, yeah. and what we're planning on. But Usually the Facebook page is a pretty good place to, to find information. Uh, it's also the best place if you need a direct answer to a question. That's it true. It operates on a far... Do you know, actually, Facebook tells us what our average response time is? And I hate it's, that thing. 
I love it. And I'll tell you why, because our average response time is like under 10 minutes. It, it is, but you know what? It's, it's hard to do, and, and please don't anybody take offense to this, but if we don't have the last word in a, in a conversation, then the conversation is wide open as if we didn't respond. So it's, it's kind of hard to, oh. to keep on top of that without being like, Roger, over and out, and, oh. and kind of ending the conversation. Yeah, whatever. But, but I try, you know. I'll, I jump in there sometimes. I think you can usually tell when I jump in there to answer on something. <laughs> The answers are, are, are better, uh, worse, far worse. But uh, it's true that if if there's a question uh, like uh, like Karen's question, Facebook would be a good thing to do that. If, if you have puns and general observations and things like that, we'll read them uh, through the contact page on yeah. blurryphotos.org because sending stuff like that through Facebook is kind of the opposite effect for that case. Yeah, it's, you know, do what you want. We work it out as best we can. We, we The moral of the story is we try to get everything we possibly can and we appreciate everything that we God, possibly yes we do can. <laughs> thank you so much uh but please give us a like if you haven't yet we're we're still a slow slow burn to nine nine hundred oh, no, um, we're still i think we're still doing super fast but yeah we're almost at the nine hildo you can also go to blurry underscore photos to follow us on twitter yeah uh you can subscribe to us on itunes subscribing really helps we and love rating those reviews. Us five-star reviews uh help out a lot of course audibletrial.com slash blurry photos will get you a free audiobook. Mm-hmm. I, I read Cat's Cradle. Did I tell you that? No. Yeah. Uh, hated the first half. Loved the second half. Kooky. And uh, don't forget to check out the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Yeah. Featuring uh, Mark Coulomb and Mel Evans, Hour With Your Ex. It's awesome. So check them out. They're awesome. And they're entertaining. And now they live in Denver, but they're still part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Truth. Uh, also go to candychat.org. Follow the ladies there. Yep. They just had a fun one. Yeah, they had quite an adventure. And uh, uh, other than that, uh, keep your noses clean. You, <laughs> you, you degenerates. You, yeah, you, you hooligans. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Anyways, for this episode of Blurry Photos, I have been David Florid Earth. And I've been Dave cowering in the corner from the Wrath of Flora Stecco. Because <laughs> yeah. you're an animal. You shall <laughs> not buy. It works. Get it. Get it. <laughs> it. That's how we're doing it. <laughs>